0: Welcome to Gay Porn Talk with Evan and Polly, sponsored by GayCheapPorn.com.
1: Welcome to the special edition of Gay Porn Talk, where we do an interview with TR and the Grabbies, uh, with your host, Pauly and Evan. <laughs> I'm Polly. <laughs> and I'm Evan. We're doing this via Skype, so uh, we don't get to see each other's lovely faces. But you, you get to hear me in stereo, which you love.
0: I do love you in stereo. In fact, you didn't titter at all during the introduction, <laughs> but you did. I could hear the heavy breathing, like... <sighs> <laughs> and I thought, Darth, is that you? Um.
1: <laughs> I am your father, Evan, which would be terrifying. Uh, so welcome to special edition. Uh, this is the, the edition, if you haven't had a chance yet, to check our blog out uh, in our Flickr account, uh, where TR was kind enough to take some photos of the Grabbies. Evan, did you get a chance to look at them?
0: I did. I looked at all the the pictures, and the pictures were all will also if you didn't get a chance to go to Flickr they'll also a lot of them will be will include during the interview of uh of, that I did with a TR um, which I wanted to include you, but you know the way Skype works, which is basically every single time we interview anybody with somebody else and you on Skype, they can't hear you or you can't hear them. So
1: yeah, and so I always, I'm it's like the really bad three way where you're always left out. So <laughs> <laughs> so I just let you have the whole load and and uh, and, and let you me can have the out. whole
0: load. Oh, that's so nice. That's
1: so nice. But I did hear the interview. It was absolutely brilliant. And and uh, we should actually, I guess, go ahead and and let's play the interview.
0: Okay. So we're here with uh, with uh, T.R., and he's just back from the Grabbies last weekend. Say hello, T.R. Hey, Ken, how
2: you doing? Hi, hey, how, how doing,
0: you doing? I'm doing really fine. We have a slight delay because we're doing it on Skype. Um, so uh, tell me in general, just give me sort of a nice little thumbnail, what you thought about the Grabbies?
2: Um, it was entertaining, um, but I hate to be critical, um, I don't, but um, it's actually... It seemed a little thrown together as compared to the last time I was there. Um, there wasn't a, it wasn't any real performances, uh, so to speak. Um, it just seemed a little last minute. Um the 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 presenters did a good job. She she did a good job. Uh, you know, she's always a good entertainer. But as far as the the overall uh, production, it was it seemed a little a little subpar compared to the last time. So. Um, but it was it was entertaining nonetheless. I just didn't we didn't get all the 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 bits the and the scripted dialogue and um, a lot of the, the humor that was there the last time I was there. So, um, but uh, all in all, it was I mean it, it was a great show.
0: And so the, you went to, to Chicago for the whole weekend. I mean, what what did what did it all entail?
2: Well, they have lots of you know pre-parties leading up to it. They try to make a whole weekend out of it um which it also seemed to be a little uh less organized in that sense as well because the last time we were there every night there was another you know official gravy's party at at, at a certain bar and, and announced uh you know exactly which stars were going to be there didn't really seem to be the case this time but uh there was definitely pre parties and 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 at local bars there that you could go to and mingle with some of the stars um and also the uh Inter- um, Iml, I guess it's International Male Weather Weekend was there, so lots of leather daddies walking around. Um, and I actually went down to the uh, the leather vendor market as well, which is like a big flea market for sex toys and, and leather outfits.
0: And I think some of the pictures that you, you sent back uh, that were posted actually had somebody in a sling, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. There was definitely some of that, um, and then there's different stars there that were representing different uh, um, production companies. And you actually go through this long line to get in there, and you show—we had to show our IDs literally four times—and sign this waiver that we were okay with seeing, you know, nudity and sexual, you know, imagery and things like that. And um, I was expecting some serious debauchery and and uh, sleeviness, but to be honest with you, it was pretty tame. Um, I mean, it's just like I, I had been to D.C.'s before, and it's basically the same thing. It was just about four times larger, just lots of, you know, toys and leather. Good. Um, but it was, you know, a great place to get people watch, that's for sure.
0: And did we, we actually, we went through a little bit of rigmarole to try and get you some press credentials. Did that, did that make any difference?
2: Um, you know, they had a special place where you could sit. Um, I basically had access to all the stars that I needed to. Um, but there's a special press area to sit if you wanted to sit with all the other press people, but, uh, it wasn't really any better than our seats. I mean, I sat right in the front row. Um, so it wasn't any better. I guess if you just wanted to rub elbows with the other bloggers and, and, and press folk, but I was there with um, a handful of friends. Uh, it was just at uh, at our seats, anyway.
0: And and but none of your friends are in any of the pictures. Is that correct?
2: No, <laughs> I I, uh, I edited all of them out. Uh, I'm not a not a huge camera hog, so it it just looks that way because uh, they, they chose not to have theirs posted. Um, in fact. I don't even like any of the pictures that we posted. It shows how much alcohol we had that night.
0: Well, you're still cute. As, all, as our listeners can see in this portion, because we'll have all the pictures in the Nance podcast, who was the hottest person that you met? Obviously, maybe everybody there is hot and you can't pick one, but if you had to kind of pick somebody who you thought was the hottest person you met uh, at the Grabbies, who would it be?
2: Um, I kind of ended up with a small fascination um or obsession with uh, J. Hawk, I believe it is. Okay. Um, he was, yeah. I mean, he was adorable. So and he was, he was really quiet and nice. But uh, um, they were all really nice, and and you know, a lot of them are actually hotter in person than, than on film. So, uh, but yeah, he he struck me as uh, particularly attractive. And then, um, and then the kind of new sensation Ty Colt, who's with Falcon, mm-hmm. um, he was there, and I didn't get a picture with him, but he he looked like just an unbelievably hot frat boy, and just dressed like he was going to a frat party, too, which is kind of
0: funny. But. We're actually, this, this week, uh, where this podcast airs, that's actually the movie that we're doing. We're doing The Trainer, uh, doing a review of that, and uh, where he's in uh, two of the
2: four scenes. So. Yeah, well, he he definitely looks looks hot in person as well.
0: Of, of the grabbies, the the actual stage show, what you you kind of hit on that you said everything was kind of disorganized. But what, what was the best part for you?
2: Um, you know, I, I guess there wasn't really one particular moment, um, but there was. There kind of seemed to be a little tension in the air, and I don't know if it was a carryover of of some you know controversy at at um, at the KVN's. Uh, there was definitely a, a few jabs thrown at uh, Michael Lucas, which is uh, expected, I guess. Um, but it's actually, I would say the, my favorite part was the fact that uh, Diesel Washington was there with his mother and her boyfriend, which uh, definitely gave a lot of uh, uh, comedic uh, material to Shishi and the others there, because it was just a little, a little bizarre. <laughs> Someone did that last time that I was there, but, you know, he was actually winning awards. So, it's, uh, you know, I'm all for flag moms and, and progressive parents, but it was just a, a little much.
0: <laughs> and and talk about, talk about the people who are hosting, because there are a whole bunch, including one who is, uh, you know, the people sort of elected. And, and just talk about what you think, how the host did, what they did.
2: Uh, The hosts all did a a great job, I thought. You know, I mean, they were very comfortable being up on stage. And I guess that uh, comes with the industry. But, uh, you know, Brent Corrigan was, um, I thought, did a really good job. He's, you know, he's really cute in real life. I got to talk to him briefly and um, almost didn't recognize him, though, with his new, you know, 50s quaff. Uh, mm-hmm. um, the updo was was a nice uh, a nice change, though. I thought it looked good on him. Um, and you know, Brent uh, or, uh, Blake Riley, he did a really good job. Um, and uh, I guess Wolf Hudson was the other one. You know, I think he, they all did a really good job. Um, I think there could have been a little bit more uh, prepare, uh, preparing going on before because the last show. I mean, just just as a comparison, you know, they had a lot of scripted dialogue and and things that I think, uh, you know, just was a little more uh, entertaining and well put together. But for obviously just doing a lot of it off the cuff, they did a great job.
0: Okay, and and in terms of um, were there any sort of surprises of the night? You know, you were there in the crowd. We we I think we've already sort of talked about all the winners. Um, I think last time we sort of touched on it and it's been on the blog but with being there in the crowd was there anything that was sort of a surprise? Um,
2: I think you know I I think uh, just coming back to Disa Washington and uh, I think him winning you know several awards I think which were you know long overdue and and there's a lot of criticism about uh, just the industry in general and and, uh, it not being as as racially diverse as it should be and um, you know him you know, putting, you know, great performances out there and uh, finally getting the recognition. So I thought that was a was a, a pleasant surprise. And the fact that he brought his mother was just stopped it off. So um, that was that stood out particularly for me. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that was probably the highlight of the night. And if you
0: had to pick somebody who you thought was the wildest per- person that you actually met at the Grabbies, it doesn't even have to be a star, but who would you say who was sort of the wildest person?
2: Um, you know, wild. well, I can tell you who I expected to be the wildest, and that was Eric Rhodes, of course, because he has, has that reputation. Um, and he, he was uh, he was actually bigger in person than you, you would imagine, <laughs> which is uh, contrary to, to all the other stars except for Disa Washington. Um, but uh, surprisingly, he's not nearly as as scary in person as you, you would imagine either, because he was uh, pretty uh, friendly, at least at least uh, to me and the other people that were mingling around the you know pre cocktail party. Um, there was surprisingly little uh, drama, at least that I, I experienced, or or crazy shenanigans, at least um, out in the open. Maybe there were more you know, backstage that I missed out on.
0: And, and Polly and I are actually going down to gay days, uh, next weekend. Um, and so who, who is most like a Disney character?
2: <laughs> um, a Disney character. Um, I would say probably Brent Oregon. I mean, he looks like he could be, uh, one of those, uh, not Aladdin, but, you know, one of those characters. He's just really cute and, perfect in those sorts of ways and the big, you know, I think they're blue eyes.
0: So what else would you, if you wanted to sort of highlight one particular thing, anything at all, um, kind to wrap it up, uh, what, what would you say?
2: Um, I just think, you know, it's always a great experience to get out there and, you know, mingle with them and, and kind of see them, you know, I guess they're still in their element, but, you know, you know, off camera. And and I'm always surprised at how down to earth they they usually are, and uh, you know just regular guys, and, and you know get out there have fun, and and it's always you know I I always am shocked by how much smaller they are in person. I kind of hammer that point to death, but uh, you know um, uh, Logan McGree was there, and uh, he was really nice, and wearing like this full latex outfit, but. Uh, um, he's much much smaller in person, and um, and then Ethan Wolf was there, and he's like borderline twink. So, it, it, and on camera, he's like he, I don't know, he just comes across as like this really big guy. So, and they also look really hot. It's just a, a different perception, but it's really it's just great, just mingling and just hanging out and and getting a chance to see them all. So, it's, it wasn't like one defining moment, but it's just an overall you know fun for the weekend and. Um, seeing them not only at the awards, but uh, you know, at the, at the bars, uh, just wandering around and, and hanging out, and seeing them at the airport—it's it's, it's kind of surreal, actually. Any
0: question I should have asked? I haven't asked already.
2: Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I guess you're going over the—you'll go over all the the awards or who won and everything, um, which. I didn't pay that much attention to <laughs> it's all the, the pre-show is really the the pre you know show cocktail hour is kind of the best part in my opinion um you know the you know awards that stuck out to me were you know, steven scarborough winning a lifetime achievement award which i think is is well deserved um, and he's he's super nice i talked to him both times i was there and he was always very friendly um in in retrospect i wish i would have uh Remember to, to give him my two cents from the title of his new leather film, uh, Scuff Four Downright Fierce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, that just that cracks me up that title. But uh um, you know, and some other um, you know, notable people there, like Jason Seacrest and um I'm trying to think who else I saw there. Which Jason Seacrest was he's he's kind of a funny character. Um he wearing more makeup than Adam Lambert, so Don't put that in. <laughs> um, so did you say don't cool. put that in? Well, I don't care. I guess you guys are not who I am. That's true. Um, um, there was a little. I couldn't help but feel a little tension in the in the air. Um, and apparently, and I read on some blog afterwards that uh, that there was some rumor that. Undercover cops were going to be there just to make sure it didn't get too rowdy. So um, that might be responsible for either the tension or the I don't know. Maybe they had to do, make some last-minute changes. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I read it on the blog after like two days afterwards, so so it must be true.
0: Okay. Well, what's you know what our listeners from from their standpoint? Other than than your postings of the blog, last time they actually heard from you on the podcast was when you interviewed Jeremy Hall. So so, what's up next with you?
2: Um, I don't know. You know, I've been really bad about contributing to the blog. Just been busy with other things. Um, but I'd like to get some other you know good interviews. Um, I'm definitely um, looking at going to the Gavians and maybe. Uh, being a little more active other than just a, a drunk spectator this time. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's about it. I want to try to you know, contribute a little bit more to the blog, get some interviews, and uh, maybe go to a couple events.
0: Okay, that sounds terrific. Well, well thank you so much for, for going and being our correspondent. And uh, from the pictures, it looks like uh, you were certainly very popular.
2: Oh, yeah, it was lots of fun. So uh, thanks for, for getting my two cents on it. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I, I guess uh, that's it. We'll talk to you later.
1: All right, thanks, Evan. That was a really good interview, Evan. Uh, I loved the, uh, the the question that you asked for me, which was wonderful, what Disney character, since we're going to Disney next week. So I thought yes. that was very good.
0: I said, which, and, which Disney character did you know? Did somebody remind you of? And he, of course, said Brent Corgan. They just heard. So. There you
1: go. And which is very nice, because, of course, we have one of their movies for you to review shortly, and we were just talking about it before the show, and you, you can't wait to do it. Yes, it's the, very the Big Easy.
0: Yes, That's uh, very nice. think Flamingo uh, sent us that, so that was very nice. That's nice.
1: So, uh, shall we go ahead with the uh, regular? We're going to make this kind of a condensed podcast since we had a wonderful interview. Thank you, Evan, for doing. Uh, where we're going to just do our toy review and video review and a sum up of next week, uh, and and uh, and to start off, we're ahead. doing
0: blog news, right?
1: Blog news. That's it. Okay. Now it's news from the blog for which Evan doesn't contribute. Yeah. Well, oh, it didn't finish up. Evan doesn't contribute. <laughs> no, um, no, that,
0: that basically sums it up. So um, There you go.
1: Well, but, but Evan, your little fingers are going to be gone shortly, right? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, first we have to say thank you again for TR, the beautiful photo. So we have a couple of the photos uh, and a link to our Flickr uh, account. So if you want to go to our blog at com, hit the blog and you can see some interesting things. We also have a great um, photos. Did you see of Francis, uh, Francis Cigar? Yeah. Uh, a Francis Sega? Yeah. As a... Uh, the the zombie was that nice. Would you let him eat your flesh?
0: Um, I, it it depends on on how vigorous he would be.
1: <laughs> I hope a lot. Uh, Damian <laughs> Cross gets married. Wasn't that
0: exciting news? Absolutely. I thought it was it was a very it was a beautiful cake.
1: It was very nice. Uh, Jason Adonis returns to porn. Uh-huh. Uh, Houston is the biggest bottom uh, town in in the U.S. I saw that. It was a very interesting survey. That was a very interesting survey and one that I don't know if I believe, but funny as heck, uh, DC is filled with the most tops, which I figure with all of Congress it must have been the most bottoms, but, but who do I know? <laughs> uh, Gillette, a great video from Gillette who tells us uh, how to uh, trim our pubes. I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, sexy underwear recall because of Nazi themes. Uh, I thought this was interesting. I don't, you know, I don't really love. Uh, 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 reports that don't give names but the with closeted movie star wishes he had a bigger tool uh, did you guess which one I had only one okay well we don't want to name them so Go go to the blog and, and these are all speculations because of course there's blind item I don't really love blind item reports but I just thought it was funny anyhow uh, Colt uh, which I'm going to be reviewing today has expanded its line with three ass toys uh, and then we have an uh, interview uh, from Stephen Scarborough uh, so that was really good uh, and, of course, uh, Falcon works up with the new movie, The Trainer. Which uh, actually so, we're reviewing this week. Oh, how wonderful. And then, of course, some, uh, a little sum-up of my take of the grabbies. Uh And my favorite thing, did you see the video of uh, Brent Corrigan and Chi-Chi LaRue making jokes about the mean Russians coming up in, on the stage? Yes. So I thought that was very good. And, of course, we have the Mr. Texas, uh, the winner of Mr. Texas as the winner of IML. So, that plus much, much more can be found on our blog if you go to our Gay Porn Talk, and you can uh, just click blog and see what's happening during the rest of the week. And we should say just a little bit about the grabbies, even though we had all
0: of TR, and you had, and, and people can go to the, the blog and see that. But uh, it really, again, uh, you know, Raging Stallion was, was the real winner uh, mm-hmm. with both The Drifter and To The Last Man, uh, one and two, winning most of these. Um, Logan McCree uh, beat a lot Mm. of comers For winning three grabbies Including uh, Best Actor uh, Steve Cruz and Diesel Washington Shared uh, Performer of the Year uh, While Kyle King and Cameron Marshall Were named Best Newcomer Steven Scarborough earned a lifetime achievement honors Yes, very nice And the other thing I did want to touch on Briefly was uh, actually that uh, The Supreme Court in uh, California Just came down with their decision
1: On uh, Prop 8 Yes, they did uh, and you already know what I'm going to say about it, so I don't need to say it. So, <laughs> Because you told me I'm going to go on the podcast and, and bah and, and, and boo-hoo, and you're going to say, I told you so. So I'm like, oh, you big shit. Uh, <sighs> But no, I was disappointed, but I have to say that it has put a fire in people's bellies, and, and uh, people are fighting and, and not letting it go, so I'm happy about that at least.
0: And they actually had this big walk that, that had all these people going to Fresno, which I thought was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they uh, think they're going to go put it back on the ballot and, and take care of it this time, so I hope so, but right. I, it was...
0: I, Disappointing, Right. And I think even what, what I heard on, on one of the Sunday talk shows, they were even sort of talking about the fact that, the, you know, this group that was sort of spearheading going against Prop 8 was like one of the most ineffective. And even you've got the mainstream media sort of acknowledging, you know, what we sort of have talked about before that, you know, these people don't really seem to, you know, didn't effectively put up, you know, it didn't it, you know it was all kind of like aimed at us? And I'm like, well, yeah. I already know how I'm voting if I were could vote in California. Um, so I, hopefully, they'll this will light a fire, as you say, and uh, come 2010, uh, people can take some action.
1: And there you go. Our brothers and sisters are still uh, in California, are still putting up a good fight. They're still boycotting people who uh, donated to Proposition Eight, which I agree with. I don't know if you do, but I'm happy. Everybody still seems to. Uh, You know, have the fight in them, and that's the most important thing. So okay, there you go. Are we Are we ready
0: for our next segment?
1: I am ready for our next segment. Okay, so you already told us one that you're. I'm very excited to hear about,
0: and that's the one I'm going to do second. So we're going to start off with beg for it. Um, Oh,
1: I love that by Buckshot.
0: Yes, uh, in Colt. um, Yes. Directed by Christopher Weston. Uh, Two hours and one minute. Wow, that's almost two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Chapters, trailers, and a whole bunch of very nice uh, photos, uh, basically, uh, uh, from a photo shoot there. Uh, Very nice. I have to say the
1: cover is enough just to make me cream my pants alone.
0: Uh, yes, that's Ryan Raz uh, looking uh, to uh, – mm. uh, who's who's absolutely gorgeous, and, and he doesn't wear that little pink shirt for very long. But, again, <laughs> this is all sort of a dynamic here. Some of the scenes are, are better than others. All of them are, are, are really good. Um, before I go on, I should do the tagline. Oh, please do. Come on. You know you ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> what? Where do you come up with this stuff? It's within my tortured mind. Um, There you go. So I've got actually six pictures uh, from several of the scenes, so I'll tell you which ones we've doubled up on. Uh, uh, Very interesting, all sort of uh, dominant and uh, submissive Mm -hmm. roles here. Uh, First, uh, we have uh, uh, Lucky Daniels and Vince Forelli. Vince Forelli, who's absolutely huge, and we've seen him in other stuff. Uh, Lucky Daniels, who has an extremely hot hole uh, and uh, is is very very hot, is actually sort of looking around this dungeon that you can sort of see in the background there. He he's he's kind of he's like a like a scared rabbit. He kind of gets into this man trap. It's about the size of like you know a very very small uh, cupboard. Uh, as you can see that he's in there. And, and of course, Vince Firelli comes back, uh, locks him in there. He's like, let me out. Um, <laughs> so he's in kind of this dungeon playpen. Um, but, you know, he, he opens up different doors enough uh, so that he can suck off uh, Vince Raleigh. And then uh, where are we have in this scene. Uh, where Vince Ferrelli is fucking Lucky Daniels. Uh, this actually, interesting enough, which which is, is kind of interesting from from the standpoint of the whole Dominant Submissive, uh, is a flip-flop. So uh, yeah. in the rest of it, we have Lucky Daniels uh, fucking uh, Vince Ferrelli, uh, who's a big teddy bear bottom in, in that case. Very hot scene, loved them both, uh, thought it was terrific. Uh, scene two, we have uh, Romario Ferraria. Uh, that's that's him uh, laying down uh, with Ryan Raz. Uh, we start off with Ryan Raz coming through this this door, and uh, Romario basically says strip, and he's wearing sort of this. Uh, see, you would know better than I would, uh, but it's sort of a cock ring with uh, with also a ball holder uh-huh. that has a little uh, a little eyelet on which he uses later uh, when he has a little leash that uh, connects up uh, yes. uh, uh, to him. Uh, the scene that we we start off with is actually Ryan Raz uh, with his hands behind his back uh, going down on uh, uh, Romario uh, Ferreria here Uh, the second picture I picked here so that you get a beautiful vantage of uh, Romeo Ferreira's hot hot uh, Italian body uh, is him uh, fucking Ryan Raz this probably has the most begging in it uh, really of any scene here Uh, so if you're into the begging as maybe I am um, this is is really uh, you know terrific um, Scene three has Nash Lawler and Derek Hicks. Uh, we started off with one picture where um, uh, Derek Hicks has been tied up here on the pool table, uh, tied up with rope and got a gag in. But he can still sort of talk. He can't get his tongue out of his mouth. So it's, it's, it's really kind of it's a very interesting scene. Probably the most inventive uh, with uh, him sort of tickling him, torturing him, pulling down his pants. Uh, including using a cue stick on his dick and uh, also Ow. putting his two uh, billiard balls by his balls. Um, Nash Lawler oh. uh, giving it all his worth here before we come into a very, very hot fuck with uh, in the section picture from this scene with uh, a Lawler uh fucking uh, Derek uh, Nix. Very hot uh, there on the pool table. Uh, last but not least, in the final scene, we have Hayden Stevens, uh, who we saw in uh, Overtime, uh, directed by Jet Black, who, we, who he was there with, I uh, can't even remember who he was in the scene with, but he's very hot there, haven't seen a lot of him, uh, with uh, Philip uh, Dalvo. Uh, this uh, is basically on a bed um where, as you can, you may not be able to see there in the picture, there's actually a, a, a rope where his balls and dick are tied up, uh, ah. kind of Boy Scout, uh, with a big long piece of <laughs> rope that's tied to the back of his shirt. Kind of keeps him in place, uh, moves too much, and, uh, you know, there, there could be castration involved. Um <laughs> This is probably the longest fuck of the whole movie. Uh, Very, very hot. Probably a little bit less dominant submissive, but uh, Hayden Stevens just fucking the shit out of uh, Philip Dovo. I I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I gave it three and a half splats.
1: Oh, fantastic. That's a really good writing.
0: Um, And uh, without further ado, we'll move on to the second movie, which was The Trainer uh, from uh, Falcon Studios. um, Mm -hmm. uh, Directed by... Oh i got it i actually wrote it down wrong who i have directed by i have to stop and think about who I, who directed it um but i'll i'll it'll i'll come to me as i'm okay. doing the interview um it's an hour and thirty seven minutes um and because it's falcon of course uh that means that there's uh, next to no um extras in it um but you know hey uh it uh uh, you get what you get. Uh, but there are trailers which they call extras, which I don't really call extras, but you know. Um and uh come shots uh chapters and uh very, very nice and other than that. Um Are you ready for the tagline? I am ready for the tagline. It's the training wheels are off and Ty Cold is ready for real sex. Ooh. Um, okay. He- here uh in, in the um other Falcon series uh, we've sort of seen Ty Colt. Uh, he was in uh, Asylum, uh, directed by John Bruno. actually went and looked it up. Um, he was actually doing some stuff, not a huge amount. Here he's in two whole scenes. Uh, he really is sort of the star of this movie um, more than any other. Um, and ready for his close-up, Mr. DeMille. <laughs> uh, we start off with, uh, Ty Hawk, uh, in Hunter Vance, where Ty Hawk is, is being, uh, trained, uh, by, um, Ty Colt, uh, TJ Hawk, excuse me, uh, and Hunter Vance, uh, after, uh, Ty leaves, uh, TJ starts, uh, spotting Hunter Vance, who then spots him while doing, uh, barbell, uh, Bench curls or a bench press excuse me okay. Um which leads to some very hot Sex after some spotting uh with T.J. Hawk uh, topping Hunter Vance Um Hunter Vance probably Not as not as not as hot as, as some Of the other guys uh, very very nice uh, Certainly mm-hmm. a good performance um Scene two, which I actually have three pictures from because it includes three people, um, where Adam Killian had before had come in and and said that he was a photographer and wanted to photograph Ty Colt if he had the chance. And the first photo we have here is uh, uh, Ty Colt uh, down to his underwear along with some gym equipment being photographed. And down there on the floor is Adam Killian, who's a very, very hot bottom. Uh, Scene two. Uh, the picture two from scene two, we have, uh, Leo Gia- Giam- Giamani uh, coming in, who also is posing with Tycolt. That's actually, uh, him, uh, riding Tycolt's stick uh, while, uh, uh, being, uh, stroked, uh, by Adam Killian. Uh, we also have a, a nice little train, which I don't have a picture of here, which, uh, has, uh, Leo Gia- Giamani uh, riding, uh, Tycolt and, uh, Adam Killian riding, uh, Leo, G- Leo Uh and the third picture we have is Leo Giamatti, uh fucking uh, Adam Killian uh, with uh, Ty Colt uh, being sucked off uh, with his wonderful uh, facial expression of Adam Killian showing how much he enjoyed it uh, scene three actually I liked a lot and I'm sort of surprised that is uh, Aiden Jarek and Jordan Jarek wow. we've seen them together um, maybe part of it is sort of seeing them in the gym, and they're both uh, look like they're they're in really good shape. Um, not that they weren't before, but maybe just a little bit more defined than previously. Uh, this takes place in the shower and also in a steam room uh, with uh, Aiden getting fucked by Jordan. Uh, very very nice scene, uh, and in here really the connection comes through and actually enhances the sex. Uh, last but not least, um, we have uh, Trent Davis leafing through a magazine, and he sees Uh, Ty Colt's ad in the magazine and decides to call him up for some training Uh, Ty comes over and trains him I guess in his own personal gym there at his house Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, decides uh, when uh, Trent Davis starts showing some wood that he wants to give him the extra service for his money Uh, and the last but not least we have a scene of uh, that's uh, Ty Colt getting ready to make a wish with Trent Davis on his bed (laughs) Um, so very very nice I thought it was good Uh, I gave it three and a half splats
1: very good even without all the extras.
0: Even without all the extras, there's not a huge amount of extras in Beg For It. You know, there, it's again, there's a there's, there's certain amount of room with so that they're both three and a half. If I had to give the nod to one, eh, if I had to say, you can only buy one, I probably would go with Beg For It. But, you know,
1: buy both. They're both good. So There you go. Well, very nice, Evan. I'm really excited about both. Okay. Are we ready, ready for, for our you? next segment? Yep.
0: Toy. 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 T-O-Y. Toy.
1: Okay, speaking of Colt, actually, mine, I didn't actually prepare this with you, but mine is actually the Colt Butt Buddy. They're the three new Colt toys I talked about uh, earlier in the show on the blog that I reviewed. So Colt put out uh, when everybody else is is retracting and not putting out as much. Colt goes ahead and, and uh, puts out new products. It's very good. I'm going to do the big vibe next week because it was really exciting new products. So this is a little different than most of your uh, – this is a Butt Plug vibrator. So it's a little different than most of your butt plug vibrators because uh, it actually twists, and it also has a suction cup. So you twist it to turn it on. In bedrock. <laughs> What's bedrock? In bedrock,
0: twist, twist.
1: Um. Sorry, I don't have the the mind like yours, but uh, it's so from the Flintstones. I, I know, I got it, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my mind doesn't process like yours. So it's not like I have to go back fifty years, you know, and figure out something. I'm uh, here. <laughs> It's the newest vibrating bulb plug with a suction cup base. Some uh, with a wild ride for a wild ride. I just twist the base of the vibrator and the pleasure begins. Uh, so what I like about it again is it has a, study, uh, st- uh, a, a sturdy, sturdy uh, suction cup, which is very nice. It takes two AAA batteries, which it doesn't come with. Uh, it's made out of different kind of gel material, which is very nice, a very nice material. And they have two sizes. They have one that's medium and one that's large. One I tried was the medium, and it was very nice. Uh, uh, n- a nice shape, too. It's a very nice bullet uh, kind of shape. And I like the idea that you twist it to turn it on, unlike the other ones that have a bulky cord oh. attached to it. So this is, this is a one-piece uh, play, so you don't have the bulky piece. Uh, the other uh, toy from Colton I'm going to review next week or the week after next uh, will be uh, one that has a long cord to it. Even though it was a very fun cord, it needed a cord because it, it needs a lot more power. It's very powerful. It's like a, a uh, one of those uh, jackhammers. Does it's, that exciting. one actually twist? Uh, it, it not the one, the other one, or this one? Either one. I'm I'm thinking.
0: You know, this would be kind of do, do double duty because oh. you could actually it would twist in your ass, and then you could use it to like knead bread. So.
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately this isn't like a lazy, uh, Susan, where you can <laughs> twist around and go from place to place. But what, again, what makes it nice is that your on and off function, your on and off function is just twisting it. And that, the, also that it has, unlike any other butt plug, uh, this has a, um, suction cup, so you can use it in the shower, uh, you can, uh, a suction cup is really kind of nice. A lot of people like that, uh, feature on it, so that's unusual. It's a smoky, uh, color, rather than a solid color, it's, it's a, almost a translucent smoky gray color which makes it very nice. And again, it's a very different shape. So uh, as you can see on the Enhanced podcast, it looks a little bit like a bullet, but it has like a little tip, and then it goes to a bullet, and then, you know, as it tapers back down again. So it's, it's a nice shape, too. So altogether, I think Colt really won. This is made more for men than it is for women, uh, which is also very nice. And so they redesigned something that everybody's had before. And I thought that was very clever of them. I thought uh, kudos to Colt. So... Yay! And I like the <laughs> fact that I like the fact that it's also one piece, and that's the other thing that I really love too. Because I don't know if you've ever had a vibrating butt plug, but you have that stupid like handle that comes along with it, that you, the power source. So it's like you know, if you got up and move, it's kind of like the thing swinging in between your legs, and it's you know, <laughs> it's odd. Maybe so this is not, nice. Maybe if you're not used to something swinging
0: between your legs, it would be bad.
1: <laughs> oh, aren't you just as clever as nothing? Okay. <laughs> you you sweet little thing. Uh, isn't that how southern people say you're retarded, you sweet little thing? Oh, bless no. his heart. Oh, bless his heart. That's what I'm going to say to you. Bless your heart. Uh, your big uh, engorged heart. <laughs> But anyhow, so that's the toy of the week. It was—it's it, really fun. I'm really excited. It was really nice to try. They have two sizes. The medium that I'm talking about is let's see if I can uh, see the side. It's four four point five I think inches long. So we uh, yeah, have four and a quarter uh, by five uh, by two and eleven centimeters or five centimeters. Uh, know, so uh, exciting, not too big, not too small it's just perfect like goldilocks and again they have a larger size the larger size is called uh the knocker and it's just slightly larger so uh five by two and 2.5 so just slightly larger so very exciting okay okay so that's the toy and ready uh, it's, uh let's talk about next week absolutely okay so uh it's uh this is the end of the podcast so just uh to talk about next week. We're going to do a little different because both Evan and I are going to be at Disney World. I've already written uh, all, all the people have written to me about being there at the same time to meet me at a certain place at a certain time. I'm going to see if I can, uh, I'm going to see how many people I can get on uh, It's a Small World with me uh, <laughs> and see if I can scare everybody. Should I do the Small World or should I do the, the water ride with the um, zippity doodah people? Splash Mountain? I don't know.
0: Are you gonna? Uh, I A I, uh, funny story. Remember when we one time we went to um, uh, Islands of Adventure at Universal Studios?
1: Yeah, very well. Unfortunately, and it was yeah. so
0: it was it was we went down there for the Halloween horror thing, oh. and it was so cold that you and somebody you were riding with decided at one point that you were actually were going to jump out of the log <laughs> flume because if you got any more wet, you thought you were
1: going to die. Yes, so. actually, I thought I was going to jump out. I, I really came very close to jumping out in the middle of the log flume ride, but then I think they yelled at me, you can't get out. So. Do you remember when we got so wet afterwards, the little kid at the end of the ride called us stupid because he's like, of course stupid, because you're in the front of the, the log flume," mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, you little fucker. Uh, yes, I remember that. And, and I also remember it was the first time that actually I really thought my nipples were going to fall off. It hurt so much.
0: So I've had this picture. That you see that you'd go, you'd go on Splash Mountain, and you'd you'd actually jump off, and you'd wave to everybody as they went by in their
1: own little logs.
0: <laughs> and you, see, and you would think, it'd be like a new character.
1: See, I was thinking maybe hand job uh, in the back of the vlog ride. But you know they catch you on the camera. And now they don't have the camera people, I thought maybe we would make a new new thing hand job. No, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
0: Uh, note to self,
1: bring bail money. Um. <laughs> well, at least uh, bribe money, if nothing more, because uh, I'm sure you can bribe one of the, the security guards not to, you know, uh, you should be able to do that with at least a blowjob. But, yeah, so we have a lot of people that are going down with us uh, and that have written to us, and we've written back to everybody, and it, and we hope everybody has a good time. But we're going to do something differently this time. We're going to do a short podcast and actually have lots of photos.
0: Right. All all from the uh, – we're going to record it Saturday night uh, after taking a whole bunch of photos at the Magic Kingdom uh, with all the red shirts uh, and mm-hmm. hopefully – Hopefully some cute people will we'll get some and, and some other people and families and mm-hmm. all sorts of pictures and include that in the enhanced podcasts. And we'll sort of sum up uh, our, our wonderful day at Disney. So
1: that would be wonderful. And for those who don't know, because we have been talking about this before, but if you're out of the country, you might not know. Gay Days is an unofficial day where uh, it started, I think, 15 years ago, where everybody just converges on to Disney and wears red shirts. Uh, and last time you and I went it was, I would say, three-fourths of the place was filled with gay people Uh, and so it's very crowded we overtake everything, it's kind of like an unofficial uh, gay parade at Disney so uh, I'm very excited about it and it should be a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to it Yep. fantastic, and then you will put together a nice little small movie that you do in the years past, uh, a compilation of everything we saw, right?
0: I will do my very best
1: well, you do always a very nice job. So we'll see you next week. And uh, in the meantime, we hope, Evan, that they all... Stay hard. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oh, those guys are fast. <laughs>